Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Now? Coming up on NBA Today, all eyes on Devin Booker's hamstring. We've got the latest and our panel on whether the Suns should be concerned or not. Plus, it's tonight. We've got the Celtics in the Nets game two. Perk and Richard, they team up to break down the keys to that one. Who's got the edge? And Jimmy Buckets. He lived up to his name last night, dropping 45 on the Hawks. Is Miami clearly the team to beat in the East? All that and more. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. I'm Malika Andrews here with Ramona Shelburne. Yes, we we did. We got a new sponsor. We got a new sponsor. (laughs) And we have the dynamic duo over here, Kendrick Perkins and Richard Jefferson. Who's Batman? Who's Robin? Uh, He's definitely Robin. Robin. I think (laughs) that's Batman. All right, we do need to start, though, with some breaking news on Devin Booker's injury. So we're joined now by senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what's the latest on Booker's hamstring? Uh, MRI results came back uh, today, Malika, a mild right hamstring strain, and I'm told that Devin Booker is likely out in both games three and four in New Orleans. Now, uh, I'm told he is not ruled out of this series yet, but a timeline, you know, it's really going to depend on how the rehab goes, all of those factors that go into, you know, such a tricky injury, an injury you know that Devin Booker is familiar with uh, both this season, last year in the finals, really over the last couple of years, he's dealt with uh, hamstring injury, injuries, but this one has uh, been termed mild, and the expectation right now is at least out games three and four in New Orleans. And listen, this is a real test now for Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, headed back there 1 1, and they're going to have to at least get back to Phoenix here. Uh, with the with the hope of getting Devin Booker back um, uh, here in the next uh, several days. Well, the the silver lining, if you want to look at it that way, is miles, but missing games three and four. That is a big blow to this Phoenix Suns team. Adrian Wojnarowski, thank you so much. Please stay close in case we get any further updates here. All right, so we have a lot to unpack here yeah. with Devin Booker. Oof. Out at least games three and four, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. You put your head in your hands when you heard that, Richard. What was going through your mind? Well, for me, one, when you watch the replay, like he knew right away. Yeah. Like he went up and he just stopped. Then he looked at the bench and kind of like waved. Yep. And so for me, that meant like he knew right away what he did. And we, look, we've been in the finals. We understand. You have to be playing at 100% like this at all times. And especially as, as one of the best players in this league. So if all of a sudden you feel like even if you're out on the floor and you're able to go and you can only give 70%, we've seen Chris Paul go down and affect the playoffs. We've seen mm-hmm. James Harden go down and affect the postseason. These hamstrings are nothing to play with. So I'm not worried about the Suns. I still believe the Suns can win this series, but when we're talking about long-term, can Booker go 100%? 
that that's in question. Oh, I'm worried. I'm worried, and I think all the Suns fans should be worried. Look, when you look at Devin Booker and you look at this New Orleans Pelican team, they're not your typical eight seed. Like, we mm -hmm. talk about the Brooklyn Nets, and yes, we can look at their record and say, oh, they was 14 games below 500, but that's not the case on how they was playing towards the end of the yeah. season. And so Devin Booker has to counsel out who? Brandon Ingram, mm. and I feel like right he now with that, wild last night, and man. he's going to continue to go wild. When I look at Brandon Ingram, I'm looking at a guy that has baby that looks like a baby Kevin Durant. When I watched him last night, being able to get to his spots, elevate over yep. defense. I love Mikael Bridges, but he really can't stop him. He only can stop himself. And then I looked at his leadership. I looked at everything else for as him distributing the ball, going in there and getting rebounds in traffic, doing those type of things. Right now with Devin Booker being out. Brandon Ingram is the best player in this series, meaning that to me, it should give the New Orleans. All right, best player in the series. You're Chris Paul, not the best player in this series. No, Brandon Ingram Brandon is, Ingram? is okay. the best player I'm just sure. in this series. Okay, he's the best player in this series. Well, that's what Larry Nance and in, in our friend Andrew Lopez's story literally wrote that Larry Nance, before every game, looks at Brandon Ingram and says, "You, you are the best player on the floor. Mm. Go out and act like it." But we also know Woj mentioned that Devin Booker has a history with hamstring that's injuries, right. both that have kept him off the floor, Ramona, yep. and he played through one. He later revealed he kept it a secret at yep. the time in the finals last year what are you hearing on well, this front you know I was covering that Lakers Sun series last year and it was I remember it was about the same period when Chris Paul had that shoulder injury and remember Monty Williams had to take him out of the game because he, he just couldn't even move and we all thought man the Suns are done Suns are done. Poor Chris Paul. Poor Suns. They got through that. Mm -hmm. They got through that injury. They got through the Chris Paul getting COVID last year in the playoffs. And I think that when you look back on that Phoenix, everybody wants to point that season as, oh, everybody else got hurt. Oh, the Lakers lost Anthony Davis. Phoenix had some adversity last year, too. Mm. And they have had adversity all, all of this year, too. Devin Booker missed time this year. Chris, Chris Paul. Paul missed time. And so they have had to rally and play without one of their best guys. I'm more concerned about in the future because, as you say, this doesn't go away. Like, the hamstring yeah. can get better, but that burst that he needs to get by people, you're going to be thinking about if they are lucky enough to advance. Uh-huh. It's still going to be in the back of your mind when you try to burst past people. And, and this is this is my biggest yep. issue long term for them. So right. that means now Chris Paul has to play more minutes, yep. more meaningful minutes, has to handle the ball more, has to do more facilitating. Now, hey, Cam Johnson, this is part of the reason why you put in all that work. Now you can run pick and rolls campaign. These guys are going to be called upon. Right. My biggest issue is that Chris Paul, who, you know, has a history uh, uh, of injuries in the postseason, yeah. is now going to be asked to do more at 37 years old instead of being able to, like, to sit back, let the young guys do it, and then pick his spots. He's There is no more picking your spots for Chris Paul. He's got to go yep. all out. Well, so where do the Suns go from here, Big Perk? Who are you looking at? You know what? I'm looking at DeAndre Ayton. By the way, where, where in the hell is DeAndre Ayton? I'm starting to get those final... Yep vibes from him, the way that Jonas Valanciunas has been dominating. He played him. well in game no, one. No, nah, but, well but, but well is not going to be good enough right now. He wants the big money. This is his time to get the letters to show up because we look at Chris Paul and we could praise Cam Johnson. We could look at campaign, even Mikael Bridges, but DeAndre Ayton was the number one pick. DeAndre Ayton has to go out there. Now yep. it's time for him to get those 2015 and five blocks yep. in order for Phoenix to beat this team, which I don't think they will. Oh.
Well, okay. Whoa, whoa, uh, we're not going to go that. Whoa, 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 we're not going to go. You're not going to disrespect dang. the 602 oh, No, no, like no. That. Richard, we're going there. But first, uh, Big Perk, you were you were tweeting as usual, so I want to pull up your tweet here. And oh, I need you to explain this to the uh, entire yeah. panel, what you were tweeting last night. So let's let's pull that up if we could. I must say, I'm beyond impressed with Brandon Ingram tonight. I know his stat line, 37, 11, and 9, but it was the other things. This young man is poised and, most importantly, a leader. Real talk. So what were you thinking there, and who are you picking in this series? Well, I was thinking real talk. That's why I didn't put carry on. Like, this was real talk. When you, when you <laughs> We're look not at carrying Brandon, on here. We're right, staying. No, we're staying here because when you look at Brandon Ingram, and I just said this, he gives me those Kevin Durant vibes with his, his length, his athleticism, the way he's able to put the ball on the floor, get to his spots, his mid-range jump shot, getting to the hoop, but making guys around him better. We heard Willie Green say this. He said, I didn't call plays at a period of time because I wanted to let Brandon Ingram cook. And that wasn't just because of him scoring the ball. That was him throwing lobs. That was him finding guys on time, on target. So when I'm looking at him and I'm watching his body language, mm -hmm. his body language says it all. For a guy that's it's his first time in the postseason, yep. he didn't get rattled. Like, he was embracing that moment. And then even in this post-game interview, no emotions, just laid back, chill. That's naturally him. But to me, he's ready for this moment. And I just think right now, he's actually the best player in this series without Devin Booker being out. And that's why I got the Pelicans winning this. In Phoenix, how many games? I, I, yeah, yeah. I, got this, I got this going seven. I really, oh, I, you know what, I got trip, it going man. seven. Man. But I got, I, got, I got Brandon Ingram. Like like Shaq said last night, he has made a name for him, himself, and I just think the spirit of this team, along with the pieces that they have, I got the Pelic I got the Pelicans upsetting the Suns. All right, okay. Ooh, ooh. For my people in the hey. six oh two, don't worry, this cup I got is hot. you. That's hot. It is it is <laughs> it is Phoenix in six. I do think that the Pelicans are going to win more games. I do think this, especially without Devin Booker, and you saw that half he was having. You're missing that type of explosion, but the depth of the Phoenix yep. Suns, it has been so important all year long. You know, I, I think I'm going to go with the Suns as well. In seven, though, I think Ooh. I this look with no Devin Booker and they and they're going on the road now to New Orleans. Yep. This is a New Orleans Pelicans team, and I and I caught them when they played in the playing game here against the Clippers. And they all they were talking about was how much different they were with CJ and Larry mm -hmm. Nance after they made those trades. Larry Nance was a guy they've targeted for years. Okay, yeah. they offered a first round pick for him last year because yeah. they know how well he would fit in that lineup. He's been great for them. They see him as like their Draymond Green who can do everything. So I'm gonna say. Suns and seven, cautiously Eight. out of respect for what they did this year. Out of respect. Yeah, okay, let's really. give them a chance. You don't sound too sure. Well, well I don't, I don't sound so sure. <laughs> I don't because the Pelicans are that One good. One important thing to remember, though, as Adrian Wojnarowski yep. reported, Devin Booker right now, they're only looking at games three and four without right. him. Obviously, we know hamstring injuries, they linger, but he's not ruled out yet for those game five, game six, if it goes to a game seven. All right, I do want to stick with one seeds, though, because <laughs> let's get some buckets let's like Jimmy, Jimmy B. Butler me and my thirst insatiable. Tell me all big time. Face on my rolly all big time. A Butler barrage. All these years, blood, sweat, and tears. But I'm still here. Nothing can stop me. Jimmy Butler doing it all. 45 points. What a takeover. Elite two-way basketball. It's like get the ball to, to JB. He's just a winner, and he showed that tonight. All right, the Heat, they took a commanding 2-0 lead. And the Hawks, they actually looked good early on. It wasn't they like they laid good -ish. down. Good-ish. Like... Good-ish. All right, good-ish. <laughs> good True or false? 
the heat of the beat the heat are the team to beat in the east uh you know what i'm gonna say this respectfully no it's the it, i mean in the east yeah. no i can't i can't Don't just get, listen it? i can't Who disrespect the, the milwaukee yep. bucks and Giannis. i would no. never go against Giannis again he he taught me last year this guy is just ready for the moment and no disrespect to the heat but Giannis is just on a different level right now He's like right now you can make an argument that he's the best player in the world, the yep. most physically dominant, the most like when you talk about healthy, I'm talking about you're not worried every time he falls down, all the things their team is outstanding. They might be the team that's playing best, the Miami Heat right now, and they can beat the Bucks because they proved it the year before they could beat the Bucks. So I'm not I think that matchup would be outstanding, but the Bucks are the team to beat, but the Miami Heat are playing the best basketball in the postseason right now. Agree, yeah. Momo? Uh, with those two, yes, but, <laughs> um, but see how painful they're that was not the they're not the most impressive team in the sense that they're not blowing them out. Okay, that was a close game until the end there mm -hmm. until Jimmy went on his own little run. But I think to me, the team that we expected less from, who has overachieved, who has done more than we thought. GSW. No, okay, I'm, 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 in the East? I think it's Philly. Look, didn't everybody would say Philly? Oh, no, they're gonna lose to Toronto. No, not everybody. Not yours oh, truly. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? He was. He was. Th those two games have not been close. They have dominated this series. Let, so let me let me really quickly. The real. The only reason why when I looked at that series, I looked at Trey Young and I looked at Jokic, and they would both be the best players on that Toronto Raptor team. What? So I'm, I'm basically <laughs> saying that <laughs> to dominate a Trey Young you? team and be up 2-0, okay. to dominate a Jokic team and possibly up to be be up 2-0, well, that is better than anything that question. Toronto has. Let me ask you a yeah. question. What what do Jokic have to do with this. I'm like saying we're talking about the we're talking about the no. most imp impressive team. No, we talking we talking about in the East. Oh, it's the most impressive team. It's all we'll, basketball. We'll let him work on his analogy in the break game I'll three versus the Hawks is on, on ESPN Friday at seven <laughs> Eastern. Yeah, you go work on that. Still to come on NBA Today. Perks pep talk to the Boston crowd uh, ahead of oh, a massive game two, two versus Kyrie and company. <laughs> and we've got the up-to-the-minute latest on the status of Luka Doncic before the Mavs pivotal game three against the Jazz. Plus, might I interest you in a little trip down memory lane? Find out why we're looking back at MJ's greatest playoff moment shortly on NBA Today. Okay, let me Go, Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. I cannot stand Kyrie Irving. It's the same energy they have for me, and I'm going to have the same energy for them. He's made himself look like an ass, but, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised by that, should we? Least favorite athlete in sports right now? Mm -hmm. Kyrie is going to implode the spirit. Embrace it. It's the dark side. Embrace it. We're the ones expected to be docile, be humble, and not best the playoffs. Kyrie Irving 
was fined $50,000 by the NBA for those gestures. We all remember them in game one. He was also unstoppable on the court. He dropped 39 points in that game. And game two is just hours away. So let's bring in our Nets reporter, Nick Friedel, who is on the ground in Boston. You were at game one, and the Nets practice in the last couple of days. Is Kyrie going to keep the same energy tonight against Boston? You know it, Malika. <laughs> the Nets absolutely expected. We asked Steve Nash this morning if he would like for Kyrie to slow it down in conversations with the Boston fans, and he had a pretty good answer. Would you like to see maybe just not react anymore and maybe see if it gets put, put aside a little bit? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he have? 39. 39. <laughs> <laughs> and Malika, this is what the Nets are banking on. Not only Kyrie <laughs> playing with that same energy and being able to go and do whatever he needs offensively, but between Kyrie and Kevin Durant, who went just 9 for 24 from the field, they right. are very confident and laid back going into this type of environment that they can get the win tonight and send it back to Brooklyn tied up at 1 for Game 3. Well, and you have to imagine that Kevin Durant isn't going to have the same type of offensive night that he had in Game 1. Nick Friedel, thank you so much. Enjoy the game. I want to bring in our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski now, who has some new reporting on Ben Simmons and his timeline to return. Woj, what can you tell us? Uh, Malika, Monday, Game 4, uh, Nets-Celtics now looms as, as the most realistic uh, target date for Ben Simmons to return. That's based on the work he's done so far this week and then how they expect him to accelerate here in the coming days. They've not ruled out a Game 3 uh, on Saturday, mm. but the expectation is that Monday makes the most sense right now if Ben Simmons continues to make this progress, uh, he's been able to play pain-free. They still want to see more from him uh, in these workouts. There's an acceleration that's going on for Ben Simmons uh, as he gets on the court. He's playing against teammates now. Uh, but Monday game four is really looming now is the time everyone will finally get to see Ben Simmons uh, in a Nets uniform and an NBA uniform. Uh, this season. Game four looming as the target return date. That's if everything continues to go on track, according to our Adrian Wojnarowski. Thank you so very much, Woj. All right, since we were talking about the Celtics and we're talking about the Nets, Big Perk, what advice do you have here for Boston fans going into game two? Oh, run the camera this way. First of all, look at this handsome 6'10", 350-pound Did they Photoshop look, that? No, they didn't. That's, that's all natural. But here, here's the thing, right? To the Boston fans, I love y'all. Thanks for the wonderful years I was there. We won the championship all that etc that don't even matter at this point today is 420 okay I know a lot of people gonna be smoking the loud packs I get that but the one thing that you don't want to be smoking on is the Kyrie loud pack look Boston fans leave him alone because you don't have to guard him the players do and Kyrie is one of those guys that he's not a fact affected and rattled by you chanting or saying crazy things to him he actually embraced that moment and he actually used that for fuel so I'm saying it because you want to be smart you want to help your team get through this 
Series, and poking that bear is something that you don't want to do. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Hi, Boston fans. It's me, Richard. Do you remember? <laughs> I beat you in the conference finals to go to the NBA finals. You guys were chanting some fairly unsavory things to my guy, Jason Kidd. That did not work out well for you either. And then, you know, Braun, they don't like Braun. That didn't work out well for them a multitude of times. Sometimes it did work out for you, but Boston fans, chill out. But what me and my guy, Big Perk, are going to do, we are going to break it down. And, like, look, I'm I just really quickly. I want, look, look, I want to give a little shout-out to my guy, Perk, right? Today, I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Today is the first time that he didn't have to walk through the door sideways, right? <laughs> Today, he can walk straight through. It was beautiful. So I want to give my guy a little credit. Uh, ratings might go down if I can't keep making fat jokes. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go down. Who is a bigger factor in this game? Is it Durant or is it Tatum? Who you got? You know what? Starting off, I got Jason Tatum. And the reason that I have Jason Tatum was because in that game, he was the best two-way player. Meaning, not only was he getting buckets, but he was playing great defense on Kevin Durant. Yes, and we know that Kevin Durant struggled, so we know that Kevin Durant is going to look to bounce back. With that being said, I need to see if Jason Tatum is going to be consistent on the defense of being but, a but, guard. But, but, we're talking about big, being the biggest factor. I think it's going to be Kevin Durant for the obvious reasons. That man is un Unstoppable. He even admitted he was going too fast. He needed to slow down. His his counterpart was rolling Kyrie. So I'm looking forward to see what he does. All right, bigger factor, Kyrie or the crowd? The crowd, RJ. I just said why? Look, leave Kyrie Irving alone. Just leave him alone. Like if you leave him alone, I'm not saying that he's still not going to go out there and play with that fire, but you might be able to put him at ease and he might get lackadaisical. I look. This is the only thing I'm saying. Leave that man alone. Leave that man alone. It, look, look, you won the game, yes, but it's not because you guys were heckling Kyrie into a certain, you know, performance. He played outstanding. All right, bring it back. Can we bring it back? All right, Nash or Udoka? You know what? I'm going with Steve Nash. Hey, we finally yeah, agree. We finally agree. I mean, we, we've been on one together. Yeah, yeah, know, okay. Like, we'll be on one later. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going with Steve Nash. Steve Nash have to do something instead of standing up there looking like a statue, like he did in game one. In-game adjustments, making certain moves, certain personnel, having your substitution patterns right, Steve Nash, because right now, Ime Udoka is looking like the veteran coach, second-year coach, and you're looking more like the rookie coach. Oh, okay, so you yeah, have see, to bounce back. See, what he's saying, I'm saying it in a very different way. The team that loses typically has the advantage in the next game, because the team that wins, they're going to keep things little tweaked. But the team that loses, they make the bigger adjustments. So I'm going to give uh, the advantage to Nash. All right, Bench, who you got? You know what? I'm going with the Nets. I'm going with the Nets. I'm going with the Nets. I'm looking for Steve Nash to mix it up a little bit. Claxton got his feet wet. I thought he played pretty good. I think Patty Mills will come off the bench and provide a spark. And I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Nash might mix it up and throw in a little Marcus Aldridge or Blake Griffin in there for a little bit. Yeah, see, I still like the Boston team. Their team has been together. They are a united front. They have been playing great basketball from start to finish. And I really love the way they've been playing since the first of the year. All right, winner, who you got? I'm going with the Nets. I picked Ooh. this game to go seven series. Look, they're down one. They're down one. Oh, like we said, Kevin Durant is going to bounce back. I feel like they lost the close one. I feel like they got a lot of confidence, and I feel like they're going to pull this win out. Uh, see, I'm going to go with the Celtics, but I do. The only reason why I'm going with the Celtics is because I think they're going to come out. They what? felt like they turned it down. Hear me out, bro. I still think that this is going seven, and I just think that I think when they get back to Brooklyn, and all of a sudden you might be get some Ben Simmons. That's what I'm talking about. Malika got something to say. What you got to? 
say. I'm just saying both y'all are picking against your former teams. I mean, this is no. This you, is our job. Yeah, your that, mentions yeah, this is are going to be a mess. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Listen, you it. don't sit in the seat if you care what other people think. <laughs> Tweet at me, that's at fair. me, do whatever you want, bro. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, John the Grizz, they even things up against Ant-Man and company. We're going to talk Memphis, Minnesota. That's next. And no Luka, no problem for the Mavs game, too. Jalen Brunson was El Fuego. So might Luka Doncic be returning for game three? We will have an update there. Plus, remember when MJ did this? We'll be taking a trip down memory lane shortly. Some of the top of the top, Michael Jordan style. Were you, even, were you even born yet? Yeah. <laughs> Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Hey, look at this. We ain't ducking no smoke. Thought about the three, gets it back. Morant taking three. The artistry of John Morant, something to behold. The last thing they had to lead, I seen people leaving five minutes early. I don't know, the game wasn't even over yet. Like them young people say, that's all, Cap. Here comes Towns to the rack. Too big and too talented right there. You know what this means? You got to catch up to our one. You're one behind. Morant on the attack against Towns. Spins up under it. Banks it in. A bit of sorcery from John Morant. Hey, four. That was fantastic from T. Morant and Carl Sr. Yep. All right, we're going to go from dad to dad, though, to a little bit of coast to coast, keeping it with the Grizz and the Wolves series. It's now knotted up after a 28-point Memphis win, their largest in franchise playoff history. Ja led the way with 23 points, 10 assists, and nine rebounds. As for tonight, the Bulls, they look to even their series against the champion Milwaukee Bucks, but they're going to need more from their all-star DeMar DeRozan. He shot just six for 25, 18 points in game one. That's after he averaged 31 a game against Milwaukee in the regular season. And Luka Doncic remains uncertain for Thursday's game three with the Mavs and Jazz tied at a game apiece as the series shifts now to Utah. So without Luka in the first two games, Dallas scored six and a half points below their regular season scoring average. Here's Luka Doncic about an hour ago. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be 100%. Uh, I, I think that's tough right now, but, you know, uh, if I'm ready and there's no risk of injury, uh, I'll be out there. Yeah, he looks great. He's, he's looked great uh, through the process of, of rehabbing. And, uh, and so, again, this is just another step. And now uh, we'll see how he does. And, uh, you know, tomorrow we'll see, uh, get ready for shoot around and see how he feels. All right, so feeling good, but still not sure about game three. Hey, here's Luka Doncic earlier today. This was shot by our Tim McMahon. You can see him there getting some shots up. I mean, you know, that's something. That's what he's been able to do. And we know that these are some tricky injuries. Suffering calf sprain, that's 
that's hard to come back from. So we'll see if he's able to play in game three. I now want to welcome in Zach Lowe to our show for the first time today here with Ramona Shelburne. And you two are some of the most informed reporters in the NBA. Yes, I'm going with that. So, Ramona, I'm going to start with you <laughs> since Zach's making this face. What are you hearing on Luka Doncic? You know, he, he's, he actually said it in his quote, which is the most important thing, mm -hmm. where he said, if there's no further risk of re-injury. I mean, he obviously wants to play, but with that kind of an injury, the expectation they've had is that they're not expecting him to be there for game three. There's not an expectation there. He, maybe he can talk his way into it. Maybe he, maybe he can push to go. But um, I think the, the sense is I can give him some more time. Well, we know that the Jazz... They suffered a little bit defensively in that game. Jalen Brunson, they struggled to contain him. What are you looking at for this game, Zach? Well, the blueprint is out, right? They're going to put yep. Maxi Kleba in the corner, have Rudy Gobert stretched out, and attack everybody on the Jazz one-on-one. -on -one. And so, well, here, I actually think they should take a page out of the Jazz should, out mm. of the Dallas book. Let Donovan Mitchell isolate a little bit and get the blender moving. He can blow by anyone on Dallas. The pick and roll is not working. Maybe go to Dallas's route. On the other end, though, this is where the scrutiny is going to be. This kind of stuff, when he's just blowing by, the, this was a play where they tried to get the switch and they didn't get it. I think they need to get more of that because they can't just let Jalen Brunson pick whichever defender he wants yep. to blow by. And if he does blow by him, they need to be better. When Rudy comes in, someone's got to go out mm. to Rudy's guy. So there are little adjustments they can make. But I do think Donovan Mitchell isolating is something I would do if I were the Jazz on offense because Dallas's pick-and-roll defense is, like, airtight. They're not getting lobs. They're not getting kick-out threes. Yep. Let Donovan cook. So even if Luka Doncic comes back, he said he's not sure if he's going to be at 100%. How would you expect the Jazz to handle that? Uh, well, that's a whole different ball game. Like <laughs> yeah. Luca, the Mavs with Luca are a whole different team. Even 50, now 60, 70, 80% Luca. Uh, 60, 70 is rough. 80, 90. I mean, look, you know you're going to get 70 Luca pick and rolls in one game. And in the regular season, when Luca was on the floor, the Mavs got anything they wanted offensively against mm. Utah. Everything, every kick out three, lobs to Dwight Powell, who's been invisible without Luka because he needs those lob right. passes. So it would just be a matter of how effective he is at those step backs and floaters and pivot sure. shots he's so good at. Well, let's go from the west to the east now, Ramona. Yep. We have Toronto and the Sixers. That series is shifting now to Toronto. How much is Joel Embiid thinking back to the last yeah. time he played this team in the playoffs? Okay, so you, we all know the scene. Yep. We can picture it in our heads. Yep. Kawhi Leonard hits the shot. Bounces the Bounce forever. of God, okay? <laughs> and Joel Embiid is walking out of the arena crying. We've seen it. Yep. That was one of his lowest moments in his NBA career. And I think, you know, from talking to Joel about that series and, and about the way Toronto's played him over the years, the way they have defended him is really what got him to change his game, to add to his game. He worked on his face-up game. He worked on, on being able – because they what Toronto does to him is they, they just throw the house at him, right? They double him so easily. He had to combat that. And he's had so, many, so much experience with this over the years because they've had a lot of battles with Toronto. He has a lot of different actions that he goes now. He's catching the ball deeper now. He goes earlier when he catches it. He's doing a lot more dribble handoffs. And, and I think it's um, – He's made those adjustments because he's so familiar with that opponent. Mm. Now it's on the Raptors to adjust to the way he's adjusted to them. Well, we know that there's no Matisse Thibel because he is not fully vaccinated. Zach, how do you expect that to play out in this game? First of all, you're dead on yeah. about Embiid. And I actually think part of the Embiid Nick yeah. Nurse free throw thing yes. is he's like, well, can you just play me straight up? Because yeah. it's more fun for me that way. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to foul me all the time. He doesn't yeah. like these double and triple leaves. As for yeah. Thibel, it's less about Thibel. Thibel played 10 minutes the other day. Yeah. It's it less about him. The, the doc did a little something different in order to prepare to not. Yeah. Oh, I, he also, exactly like, right. his his lack of shooting is a problem for their offense. And so it's less about him to me than it is. It's always the trickle-down effect. 
Who's going to yep. take his minutes? Is it right. more Shake Milton? Do we unleash the Korkmaz off the bench? <laughs> Do they play George Niang and Tobias yep. Harris together? And the one thing he did really well, Thibault, in game two, I thought he's their best defender on Fred Van Vliet. And mm. if you take the head of the snake off the Toronto yep. half-court offense, they just can't score. And so now it's about who's going to step into those shoes. All right. I know, I can feel it already. Somewhere, Richard and Perk are rolling their eyes at me, but we've got to talk about the Lakers for just a second here. Uh, because you can hear them saying no. Before we wrap this up, winning time. Wait, it's can not, I do the LeBron thing where I put the yeah, iPad over, over my face? It's not this year's Lakers. It's not this year's. Yes, Jerry West, some feathers have been yep. ruffled. What are you hearing on that front? Yeah, well, uh, you know, the, his lawyers yesterday, Jerry, sent, West. Jerry West lawyers, sent a letter to the creators of the Winning Time show and HBO, basically demanding demanding a retraction and an apology for the way he's been portrayed in this. Now, it's important to note, demanding a retraction and an apology is not the same thing as filing a lawsuit. Mm. Um, a lawsuit is very complicated. Um, and, uh, you know, I just heard back from HBO, they're not going to have a comment on, on the lawsuit, that they, on the letter that they sent. Yep. But, um, you know, look, he, he wanted his say here. And he had a lot of people chiming. Kareem had a, had a statement. He had a lot of people who worked there saying a lot of the events that should have been dramatized in the show didn't happen. And he feels very injured by them. Uh, you know, he's, he's portrayed raging. There was mm. a scene there where they, they basically said he was drinking at the office. And those things didn't happen, um, which happens in these types of shows. Sure. And he's really hurt by the show. And he wanted to have a say so let's see where it goes from here but uh yeah the, they messed with the logo yeah he well, was he was not happy we will certainly be keeping an yeah. eye on that ramona shelburne thank you so much for hanging Thanks. with us and please keep us posted on any updates there all right friday we have A's a Lakers. big not night <laughs> game threes espn <laughs> and abc the heat and hawks are at it at seven eastern on espn the bucks and the bulls they're on abc at 8 30 eastern and finally the suns they take on the pelicans on espn all three are available on deportes the radio and the espn app and what a treat we have for you speaking of teams the past top of the top coming up some of the best MJ moments like the one you see here find out why when we return <clears throat> ESPN tournament challenge is here and guess what I'm doing my bracket right now making picks predicting upsets winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind hey you never know and if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Welcome back to NBA Today. So as the playoffs roll on and we continue to dive in and dissect each game and player performance here on the show, we also want to pause just every now and then to look back at some of the most iconic NBA 75 postseason moments. And... On this date in 1986, a second-year guard, you may or may not have heard of him, Michael Jordan, he squared off against Larry Bird in the Celtics in game two of their first-round series. The question is, can one man beat the Lakers, or do we need a more diversified attack today? Well, we're playing the Boston Celtics, but uh, I think it's going to be more of a five-man game. Air Jordan's getting ready to take off. The problem is, the runway is in Boston. Holy Toledo! I love it. Basket good and a foul. Here he is. Michael Jordan with 44 now. When you got a guy like Michael out there doing what he's doing, breaking records and stuff like that, and Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, and he's exactly what's happening right now. Whenever I go against good or great competition, I enjoy that. It makes me become a better basketball player. 63 points, and you're looking at an all-time record for Michael Jordan. Say Michael Jordan scored 63 on the Celtics, and that's something I didn't think anybody could possibly do. 
wasn't enough Michael Jordan in today's show. So we're doing a very special Michael Jordan top of the top Ooh. powered by Coinbase. Can you get that perk? Powered by Coinbase now. Green light. Can you guys guess which one this is? I'll give you one hint. It goes a little something like this. Oh, the little, I, again, we're, and we're going to do a count to see how many of these highlights Malika was born during. I'm going to say. <laughs> not this one. Not this one. Oh, for this, one. Oh, okay. Clyde. Well, look, and this that was a best. bad couple weeks for Clyde. That was a bad couple weeks. And we saw it in the last dance. Now that we know what Michael Jordan was thinking, he's like, I didn't like it that they compared Clyde to me. And Clyde's oh. like, well, damn, you could have told me, bro. My <laughs> old guy, Uncle Flippy. Rest in peace. I love you, Cliff. Stop this, hang time, this. 1989. First round. It's against the Cavaliers here. Still Richard. Still not born. Still not born. No, no, no. This is even earlier, so Ooh. definitely not born. Craig Eagle going up. Craig Eagle mm. going down. Oh, man. Oh, again, Ron Harper oh, was like, what were they doing he was not having me guard in all, We all, all of us tried to imitate the jumping fist pump in oh, our backyards yes. every single yeah. day. Yes. Coolest fist pump ever. Yeah, how'd you do? Uh, no, I couldn't but, jump that high. But well. the yeah. that's right, the can, only can thing that we can imitate. No, we're not, I'm not. No, absolutely not. I oh. got a suit on. I can't. Oh, you know, my oh, oh, my okay. vertical's not where it needs to be. Well, then maybe you'll get some help here. Top adjustment. Game two of the 1991 finals against the Lakers. Jordan, I mean, switches hit. Look at this. Mid-air. Uh, lefty. That, I, you were alive for this one, right? No comment. Okay, yeah, so, so we're <laughs> over three for Malika. It's okay. Look, MJ, tongue out, lefty finish. Perk, you ever do something like that? No. <laughs> no Have you? I was, I, yes. I thought he was going to dunk it. That's what the whole thing, even like, like Phil Jackson was like, like, what are yeah. we seeing? What are we seeing? All right, top silencer, the last dance. Bulls down one. You know how this goes uh, now. Oh, give me the steal. Give me the cookies. Sorry, Carl. I love you, Carl. Oh. You're OG. But then, fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fast <laughs> forward. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone in Utah screaming right now. It's oh, a push off. He's got a push off. Up the little, that was just a little graze. He just kind of helped him go that direction. I like to freeze frame like that, that and look at, the, look at the fans who are all just like. The kid is like this. There's yeah. one kid holding up Utah, six. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hey, Utah, the good news is that things get better. <laughs> go ahead on NBA Today. When Ben Simmons makes his eventual Nets debut, call the Nets lineup, Jacob. Zach Lowe's answer when we return. Richard will not be joining us. <laughs> it gets better, Utah. It gets better. <laughs> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. The only thing you gotta do is just try to figure it out. You know, play as hard as you can, make the right play, compete, figure it out. It doesn't get any better than that. Feels good. Feels really good. Jason Tatum, he was cooking on Sunday in game one. Game two is tonight, and right now on ESPN.com, you can check out Zach Lowe's latest column on the Nets and the Celtics series. All right, Zach, you're taking the lead on this discussion. I'm, I'm leaning back. I'm good. What's your most important thing to look forward to in game two? 
First of all, how fun is this series? Hopefully, oh, like oh. another awesome game. Yes. Three things. We're going to hit number one. This is a very simple one. The Nets got to win the minutes when Jason Tatum rests. If he rests, he played 45 minutes mm. in game one. And the Celtics have to do better in the minutes when KD is on the bench. Kyrie torched them in game one. Jumpers over Daniel Tice, all this stuff. I would expect tonight, Boston's rotation is going to be different. We're not going to see nice, easy jump shots like that over Daniel Tice. You're not getting those when KD's on the bench. And they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Kyrie if they have to. They're going to focus on those minutes. Because when KD's on the bench, life just feels so so different. Like that seven-footer, the jump shot's not there. So they got to win those minutes. So who's better equipped than Richard to win the minutes without the stars on the floor? Oh, 100% it's the Boston Celtics. Without without a doubt, it's the Boston Celtics. All right, because you chose their bench. Yeah, well, there's been so much conversation all year long about the amount of minutes that Kevin Durant is playing consistently over the course of the year. It took him a 50 ball to beat Detroit. It took, you know, it takes 42. For, and, and these were conversations that Steve Nash was having. That's why that is a great point that Zach made. You have to win those minutes because historically the Nets have not played great with Kevin Durant on the bench. Where this game was a bit of an anomaly is Kyrie torched him. Kyrie completely torched him during that minutes. Even if you hold Kyrie to a little bit less, those are huge minutes with KD on the bench. That's why they're always hesitant to rest them. So you said there are three things. That's number one. What's number two? Number two. Both these teams are basically doing the same thing on offense. They're trying to find the weakest defender and get them isolated or in a pick and roll against your best players. The difference is Brooklyn just has a lot more weak defenders than mm. Boston does, and particularly small guards that Jason Tatum was picking on every chance he got using Marcus Smart and pick and rolls to get switches of Seth Curry, Goran Dragic, you name it. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, it's a matter of... How many shots does he make? I mean, these are some of my favorite actions. That's a great play, and they didn't know what was coming. Boom, three-pointer, and they did it again on the very next possession, and the Nets were ready for him to go around that screen, and Tatum does the opposite. That little spin-away drive coming up, that is just beautiful. Get out of his way. And so it's a matter of, A, can the Nets help without leaving shooters too open, or can they even contain Jason Tatum? And number two, Boston shooting is not great. Mm. It's, it's, it's okay. Do guys like Derek White and Grant Williams and sure. Al Horford, fountain of youth. Al Horford played 41 yeah, he minutes. Balled. Al you know, Horford 41 minutes. Do Thanks they make lot, enough Bruce shots? Brown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he poked the bell. All right, well, oh, okay. now you guys can roll your eyes on camera because we got some Simmons news uh, earlier today. He might be back for game four. That's it? You're out? You're just out on the Simmons yeah, he's, news? He's well, no, no, I'm excited for Ben Simmons to show up and play basketball. Well, maybe this is what can get you excited. Zach, what would your lineup be with Ben Simmons back? So I think the reason Simmons is interesting is the Nets have all these choices. Do we go super small or do we have two non-shooters on the floor and our spacing gets clogged and all that? This lineup, this is their ceiling. It's mm. like Durant at center, but you have another guy who's exactly his height or almost his height, 6'11", and Ben Simmons, who's a great defender, gives you a little rim protection. To me, it's Kyrie, Curry, Durant, Simmons, and then pick a guard. If you need defense, it's Bruce Brown up there. If you need offense, Patty it's Mills. Patty Mills, wow. who looks like he's been running in mud for like two months now, or Dragic. Or it should be Joe Harris is who it would be. Right. And that's the ceiling of this team. That's the team that's like, ooh, they got a lot of stuff going on. You let Simmons play make in space. So I'm interested to see if they go to a look like that if and when he comes back. No, I know. And Patty Mills' defense, he was asked he to do like 35 yeah, minutes He a was game. asked to do a lot more than, like, you know, because of the Kyrie no, situation. He, Patty Mills made his money in the first 40 games. 40 games, and he's, like, now exhausted. So this is the proposed lineup. Perk, what do you think? I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. That's, it's, it's that's, not, the, truest thing, uh, that's the truest thing you've said it, it, all day. Yeah, but I, I, are you okay, I, I, Malika? What are we I, supposed to do? Are you okay, okay Malika? Because here's the thing. Okay. Look, the lineups look, the lineup look great, right? <laughs> if this was 
20 games in the regular season, I would say, okay, cool. They got time to build. Ben Simmons got time to, you know, get his legs up under him. Chick <laughs> hasn't played in a year. In a year. Eight months. And we're months to the day. And we think about this. Think about this, RJ. Oh, we are expecting Ben Simmons, if or when he comes back, to come back in this type of playoff atmosphere, this series that we saw, right? It's like it's almost like the game, like the finals, right? Yeah. And we expected him to come back and play at his, at his highest level, playing against a guy like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Just think about that for a second. The intensity. I believe we don't in know. it. If, I, if he gets on the floor, I believe he will you, have an impact. See, see, I believe in it. Here's, here's the thing that people you need believe to, he doesn't no, think. No, what, do you, what do you got? Let Kurt go. Let Kurt go. No, Malika, because here's the thing about Richard. Okay? <laughs> here's the thing. He, he is. Here's what really gets like people say, oh, Perk, you be being biased because you played for the Celtics. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with RJ. Because what people don't know is, is that RJ do have a little side gig that he worked for the Brooklyn Nets. So at times, he's going to lean wow. towards that way. We already know this, but you know, RJ, sitting out a year, if he come out and go at Jason Tatum and Jalen uh, Brown, he's going to. I, 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 okay, that's fine. But what I am trying to express here is that if he can have, if he can be 2%, 2% positive on the defensive end, that is huge. What he brings is something that they lack immensely. So even if he's 50% of himself, that is still a little bit of an impact for what the Brooklyn Nets need. They need distribution, so and they need, they need defense. And he's one of the best defenders on the planet, and he is one of the we best distributors saw, on the planet. Yeah, two things, year. two things. Number one, if he just gives you 15 minutes that are going to like Dragic and Mills and Bruce Brown, mm. that's useful. Number two, if I'm Ime Udoka, I'm fouling him the first chance I get. <laughs> first chance I get. And you ready, you ready for note. this? <laughs> I can't believe y'all today. I, I mean, just take some time to think. so good. Take some time to <laughs> think. Malika. All right, we're going to be back in 60 seconds. I think I like the nickname, like some sort of splash pool party play on words perk can think about that regardless odds makers they've taken notice find out what their title odds are after two dominant wins we're back in 60 seconds nba today is presented by pnc bank see how we can make a difference all right, take a look. The title odds, they've changed since Friday, the day before the playoffs started. The wow. Warriors, they've gone from plus 800 Ooh. all the way down to Ooh. plus 375. Devin Booker injuries affecting it. The Bucks, they remain at the top, plus 475. Well, the Heat, they've replaced the Nets with the fifth shortest odds to win. You got all that? Where are you putting your money, Rich? Ooh, I, I, honestly, Bucks are Bucks. Bucks are Warriors look real good right now. Oh, I would love that series. Go yeah, ahead. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't even care where I put my money. I'm, <laughs> I'm so I'm so I'm so disappointed that the Memphis Grizzlies are not up there. They're like that is disrespectful. Okay, the second, that's fair. The Perks putting the his money on the Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the Kings. Where are you putting your money? Uh, bucks if I want to win, but the Celtics odds look like the most profitable bang for the buck there. Wow, all I'm right, so getting a little, a little crafty. All right, that's going to do it for all of us today. Thank you so much for watching. NFL Live is coming up next. Wagyu. Enjoy Wagyu. tonight's games. Orlovsky, <laughs> hope you're wearing the hoodie. Uh, do you see what Orlovsky? Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? to vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The
epic saga of war, passion, and power. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.